0: Welcome to Field Notes by AgChoice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an AgChoice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. I'm Rachel Sadizen and joining me today is Kenny Neerhoof, accounting officer for AgChoice Farm Credit. For those not aware, Ag Choice has a team of accounting officers like Kenny who provide a number of services to clients, including accounting, records, payroll, and taxes. Today, Kenny joins us to talk about farm records and will offer some practical advice on things to remember with record keeping. Kenny, thanks for joining me.
1: Hi, Rachel. Thank you very much. Um, good to talk to you today.
0: So Kenny, let's get started with some of the basics about farm records. What's included when we talk about farm record keeping and why is keeping good records important?
1: Thank you, Rachel. I think the first thing is, I wonder how many people just rolled their eyes at this subject because because records do not make anybody excited, Rachel. It's a necessary evil for any business and a farm operation is what we're gonna focus on today. Um, And it really is, it is necessary, and there has to be an organized approach to it, or it's going to make your lives even worse, even if you didn't do them at all. So you have to have an organized approach. Um, You want to make sure that wherever you're keeping them, how you're keeping them, that you're providing data in your record system that is going to help the business's profitability and allows you to monitor the business over time. Actually, more than anything for accountants in my position, what tells your farm story is your records, because they're going to help me help you do your tax return and they're going to help us make financial decisions and help plan for your business in the future. Um, And also is going to allow a reference for all sorts of things in the past that we want to go back to and make sure we understand or use that as as a reference point for any future planning. So, I guess you're probably thinking, well, what does consist of farm records? That's a really big area. So I guess some examples that I'll just throw out at you. um, Here is anything that's really a go to document um, that's going to help you with having information, understanding where you're spending your money and and tracking items that are directly involved with your business. So. You know, farm records, a lot of people are gonna say, well, that's income items, that's expense items. Yes, that's that's certainly, and here are some examples of those. We're gonna have expense receipts, we're gonna have sales slips, loan documents, settlement statements, a lot of people might be buying and selling property in, in one year, a lot of moving pieces, bank statements, livestock, crop, Labor type records, so your DHI reports are considered farm records. You need to keep a track, keep track of. Um, labor records are very important for certainly doing workman's comp audits. They're now an annual thing. Financial statements, including a balance sheet, that you should be doing once a year for a, basically a health checkup on your business. Um, and income statements at least, you know, monthly, quarterly, uh, to see how you're doing. <laughs> You also have you know, canceled checks are very helpful to have, pay stubs, credit card statements. Oh, we have so much stuff that's mixed these days on credit card statements. Everybody wants to get those frequent flyer miles, Rachel, like we got so many we have to sort through. Even inventory records, um, it comes down to just, hey, if if you're in the business of doing business for people, you're gonna have a list of all your receivables. Who owes you money? Who's your payables? Who do you owe money? Um, Contracts and sales agreements are all are all examples. So hopefully somebody's still listening out there, Rachel.
0: That is certainly a long list, Kenny. You are right. (laughs) So now that we know the why, let's focus a little bit on the how. And as a farm accountant, I'm sure you see many differences in how farms keep records. So what suggestions do you have for how farmers keep records, Kenny?
1: Well, um, everybody has a a different system that, you know, you know, a lot of times we're working with multiple generations and somebody has learned from the prior generation and that's the way they do it. And that's the way they're always going to do it. And I can really work with anybody as long as they're consistent and they're not messy. So, good record keeping starts with that general idea of what is your chart of accounts? What is the foundation for you know which accounts are you using? And this helps kind of determine what level of detail do you want in your records? We can have high level detail. We can have subcategories. You know, 1 example is like repairs. Okay. We can break that down. Some are real estate, some are buildings, some are equipment, some are rental houses. That's the type of breakdown that I would say when you look at how many levels you have in your chart of accounts. As long as it at the end of the day, the tax accountant can wrap it all up. And it's helping them with accurate reporting, certainly to keep yourself in good graces with the IRS. And it's helping you make timely and accurate um, business decisions. So, and if you have a little bit of trouble trying, to getting started, I always say for a farm, go to the Schedule F that you're going to file on your tax return, within your tax return, and look how they have all the expenses listed out and the income items and we'll go from there. So when it comes to choosing the right system, there's there's a lot of options out there. It can be extremely intimidating. There's software choices that allow you to actually print the checks out. Um, that's one of the features that many people with expanding businesses are really interested in is like I don't want to be manually entering stuff and then printing you know, and rating checks separate. It's they want a one-stop shop. So we have options like QuickBooks for that. Centerpoint is an agricultural specific software offered by Red Wing that AgChoice works with internally. That's how we do record keeping for folks in-house when we do their reports. Um, even just using good old Microsoft Excel can sometimes be the simplest thing to do and make everybody's life pretty pretty simple and happy. And you know the, some of the best records I've seen, and I'm gonna tell people, don't even bother wasting your time with a computer for your size or how good you're organized. It just comes down to really good paper records. It could be checkbook registers, could be a farm record book from us or from the extension office, even ledger sheets um, still have a place within the systems of keeping, of keeping records on most farms these days. So you got to find really what's going to fit you best and provides you the most, the most input out of it to make management decisions. Um, we actually, when it comes to software systems, you have a lot of customization that you can do. You can work with an accountant. You can figure out it, figure it out on your own. Uh, but for QuickBooks users. Specifically, our accounting team has actually created some tutorials that many people have found very helpful that they can find um, on our library at agchoice.com. I think forward slash QuickBooks is there anywhere on the AgChoice site you should be able to find those videos to help you out.
0: Thanks, Kenny, and that's certainly a good resource to point out. So, farm records are certainly a lot to keep track of. And I'm sure you have a list of some common errors in farm record keeping. What are your top tips for farmers related to record keeping Kenny?
1: Well, where do I start? <laughs> where do I start? Um, very good question. I'm glad I get to get on my soapbox a little bit about this, Rachel, and I'm going to you know, talk about some things. I want everybody to make sure they do right. So, 1st um, and foremost. If you're writing it down and you want an accountant to work with it, or you're going to make a management decision on it, we need to determine is this a regular course of business related expense, or is it not? So, you should keep everything separated personal versus farm related business related. So good examples might be your electric telephone or Internet bills that technically in most cases, unless you have a business office or property completely separate with your house some of it's going to be personal use and we need to have some type of allocation um, percentage that we might say is personal. Uh, We can do that just at the time of tax planning and tax preparation basically to make sure that in good faith we're doing that. Um, Items that are truly personal should be broken out if there's not really a percentage allocation that might be for like personal wills or certainly improvements to your, your own personal house. Um, you know, one of those tricky things we always run into is how about a farm truck? How much is personal and how much is not? We could make a whole other podcast on that, Rachel, so <laughs> I'll keep moving on, but you, I think you get the idea of what I'm trying to say there. We also wanna track specific purchases a little bit more than others. But for the most part, you want to keep all your invoices, all your receipts, and especially on larger purchases. This gives myself and other accountants that opportunity to say, hey, we might want to do a couple interesting things here or help you with depreciation. One of those being, if you have some really large repairs on stuff that is out of the ordinary, we might decide to depreciate that versus expense it in certain years. So we like to have the ability to find more detail. Um, Want to use bank statements as much as possible to reconcile your checkbook, especially if you're a business that's more than just a sole proprietor, because we're going to be doing a balance sheet and reconciling cash in a partnership return um, and another in other entities. Itemize expenses on your credit card statement. We need, there's so much that's mixed sometimes. We need to break those out. Actually, when it comes to taxes, we also need to understand your inventory records as well because animals that are raised and sold on the farm are treated totally different than those that are purchased on the farm. So we need to have a, a breakdown of what was raised and how old they are and what was purchased and then we can track those purchases on your depreciation schedule. One thing that's, uh, this is a good one to have last on my list when it comes to 1099 reporting. And if I still have you on on the phone or you're listening to me here, it's very important that you do this right and you're giving out 1099s to your vendors that are, you're paying them over $600 a year and they're an independent contractor or they're a landlord. Those are the two biggest ones we, we focus on. Wanna make sure you get everything recorded correctly and have those totals by the, by the end of the year so your 1099s can be prepared by the end of January and those are sent out. And one thing in particular, most everybody needs one except when you're a corporation, but veterinarians and attorneys technically should always get a 1099 too. And if you're having trouble getting 1099 information, basically social security numbers and correct address and name, you can use the W-9 form to formally request that from from your um, vendors that you're working with to get their information. So all of this comes back to organization, consistency, and following a chart of accounts that you've put together and tailoring it to make sure it's providing all of the information you want it to.
0: Thanks Kenny, there's some great tips there. So as we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about farm record keeping?
1: Yes, the most important thing, do it consistently and don't just leave it to do once a month, once a quarter, You need to do something once a week, or if if you're lucky enough to go on vacation or say, hey, I need to do something else. You need to get back at it as soon as you return. Don't let it. It just becomes more miserable the longer you want to, the longer you put it off. So keep your hand in it every week in a business.
0: Well, Kenny, uh, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast here today to talk about farm record keeping and sharing some key tips. I'll remind our listeners again, we have an accounting uh, team on staff here at Ag Choice, So accountants like Kenny that serve across our service territory. So if you have a need for a farm accountant, please do reach out to Ag Choice. Thanks again, Kenny.
1: Hey, no problem. I'm glad to have the opportunity to educate people to be better people to work with. Right? So you take care.
0: Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by AgChoice posted at agchoice.com podcast.